Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK PDQ. I am your humble producer, boss ton of bodies hit the floor. Joining us in the studio is the time being, Scut the Bone. Nice. That was a not too much of a stretch. No, no, no. So far, so good. Also, you need to find someone that can let go. That makes you want to rip off your shirt and show grief your fucking tits and say, you know what? Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've met people like that before. What was it? Uh, and also joining us is our, uh, our, our, our illustrious host, Spraying Blood, Ro- Ship- Ro- Spryan- Spryan Blood Shipley. There we go. Yes. I- nailed it. All right. <laughs> You know, one note, Boston, I love all the names, but how did you not pick up with beautiful people of the internet? Oh. Uh, I was waiting. I was like, he's going to say it. He's not that beautiful, but uh, I guess I'm just just more with uh, dad jokes. (laughs) I get get too into the routine. I get too into the routine, honestly. Plus, you had a lot of names you had to memorize, so it makes sense. You did good, though. Oh, I agree. Agreed. Thank you. I, I, I also yeah. can tell I'm giving you a uh, slow clap right now. Yeah. <laughs> and also, three episodes, three episodes in a row that Scott did a quote. I yeah. told you. I'm, I, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yep. And also, before we start, spoilers are lurking behind the corner. We are going to oh, spoil sure. every single movie you talk every, about. We're, <laughs> spo- we're just spoiling the shit. This, this episode might as well be, be saying, we might as well name it spoilers. Yeah, That's because a, here's the thing. We are so excited about talking about these movies and we're just going to spoil them because it's too hard not to. But every movie, if you're listening to this live and it goes live on Halloween, every movie is on a streaming service except Smile. So you can go to theater, see it, or you can, you know, you know, our flag means death it. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, (laughs) yes. Um, Hellraiser's on Hulu. Yep. Mm. Uh, Barbarian is on HBO Max, and Halloween is on Paramount. I mean, Peacock. Smile. Hopefully, at some point soon, we'll be on what Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll come. It'll arrive on Paramount, but they've been really wonky. Like Orphan First Kill went to Paramount pretty quickly. Yeah, but like Top Gun still hasn't hit it, and Smile hasn't either. Uh, Peacock is the one that does doesn't give a crap. <laughs> no. Halloween was day was day one on uh, on Peacock. Right. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. Like fuck it, we're showing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And HBO Max, I think they're doing forty five days. As of right now, that's what they're doing about forty five days. So okay. every episode's out there. So hopefully, we can timestamp this to each movie. Is that something we can do, Boston? It is something that we can do. Um, okay. However, I I just suddenly realized. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times that we have said that on an episode. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we'll have timestamps for this and timestamps for that. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever actually. <laughs> okay. I don't think so, I've ever actually put a timestamp in notes. Oh, we got a lot of first things happening oh, in our next episode. Just know, spoilers yeah. abound for everything. That's well, okay. yeah. and, and, and you know what? Fingers crossed there's going to be timestamps on this one. Yeah, hopefully so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, you can't say you weren't warned. <laughs> yes. To be fair, it also took us two years to 
take Bingy off of the description and put Scott. <laughs> Fair. Fair. And we're sure that's on there now, right, Boston? Well, we, I think. We added Scott. We added Scott. Okay, okay yeah. Okay. Then I get rid of Bingy, yeah. Okay. I guess I'm in a slasher mood. I'm just wanting to slash. You're wanting to have, get rid of everybody. I know. I don't, yeah. I don't Cut them all. Cut them all. I'm worried, man. And I would say, stop the show before we get into spoilers. Next episode is going to be pretty darn special. We won't spoil anything about it yet. That's the only thing we won't spoil. Oh. But we will have one episode in November, one episode in December, and then we'll be back to our normal schedule in January. And then hopefully. I hear I just, I just thought we were spoiling the shit out of everything tonight. Nope. We're not going to spoil everything tonight. All right. Hopefully our Patreon will finally start in January. Okay. Yeah. We've been saying for how many months I'm excited about that. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to understand, we're procrastinators. (laughs) What? Yeah. No. no. I think that's part of our charm. No, I think so. Here's uh, here's something funny before we go into the movies. Yeah. We had planned to do a multiverse thing. Oh. Like a couple months ago, we were going to do Doctor Strange, the madness of the multiverse and um, everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we ran into some problems. Uh, one, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Two, we had our summer break. Three, we went and saw everything everywhere all at once. Scott fell asleep during it. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, not uh, because I was not because I was bored. I yeah. was for some re- I just was exhausted that night. <laughs> And and I think that's what we saw it at Cinnabar, right? No, no, we saw it at the uncomfortable. The oh, uncomfortable oh, then hell, I have no, I have no excuse. Yeah. Then <laughs> I remember at one point I started sobbing. I turned over and saw Boston's wife Kim also yeah. sobbing, yep. and then I turned to Scott and he was snoring. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and so and, and that's one of those movies you really need to pay attention to. To, to be able to follow it, and yeah. I obviously was not following it <laughs> no. because I did not stay awake. But anyway, those two that movie spoiler may end up on one of our top ten lists of the year when we get to uh, that. I, um, I, may, I may need to go watch that again then. <laughs> but we did see we did see four horror movies, and the great thing is at the end of the year when Scott makes his list, it'll be more than one and a half movies. That's right. That's right. Assuming these horror movies are going to be good. We'll and in theme with one of our songs, Boston did play for tonight. Our opening theme was As Long As We Got Each Other, the theme song from Growing Paints. There you go. That first line. I mean, I Show me that smile. Oh, show me that smile. I mean, I do love, I do love Alan Thick. Yes. I have an amazing, beautiful voice. I, I agree. Turn right now. I'll turn my chair right now. Yep, I was on The Voice once, and they all turned their chair around and then apologized because yeah. their chairs were malfunctioning. <laughs> we don't know what happened. We were we were trying to pull our chairs away from you, and so oh. we spun around. I think I think it, you should have still went through for technical for a technicality issue. You should you should have went on through because technically I, the chairs got turned. So, and you know, Kurt, Kurt Cameron, <laughs> Adam Levine was like. Damn, that voice is absurd. <laughs> right. Okay, all right. What did Kirk Cameron say? That's what I want to know. Something about God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I would assume. Something, something, God. <laughs> yeah. There's a weird thing with Kirk Cameron. There was a while there where he would have that info commercial that played late at night where he was just walking up to people in Las Vegas saying, hey, do you know you're going to hell? Really? Yeah. 
don't remember this. Yeah, he uh, he went far like into like Christian nationalist territory. So he, they were going to hell just because they were in Vegas? Well, I guess because they weren't saved was his thing. But okay, his but how do you know? Just because they were in Vegas that they weren't I saved? Guess they were in, in Vegas and they were filthy sinners. I mean, maybe, so. maybe they were doing the same thing. He was in maybe, Vegas. Maybe he's got some kind of God sense and he can tell. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know what he's got. No, I don't. You're, that's fair. Okay, I've, never, so I've never met the man. Because uh, Boston has, to, has only a few days to edit this, we probably should get <laughs> Well, are you saying we're procrastinating about starting our movie review? <laughs> yes. This what? is the best thing. I humbly thought this was going to be like a 45-minute Oh, God, you were, being so, you were being so precious. We are almost 10 minutes in, and we've yeah. not even started. So. No, sir. No, sir. Or Boston. So we pretty much standard Boston. episode. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Standard, standard. This is the Boston, they're, they're going to have a Herculean a task ahead of them, but they then are. hopefully... November and December, a little easier. I think should so. be a little easier. Should, should be, be. A, yeah, should for be for re- reasons we will not discuss yet. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, same, same. My nipples are hard. I let me see. Uh, <laughs> yep, mine are too. Boston nipple check. <laughs> check nipples. Mine are innies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think this is a new as a new segment in our in our show. How you nipples doing? <laughs> Nipples doing, yeah. It's gonna be weird when we have like a female. We, should we, yeah, should we? Do, should we do like uh, what, what, like a rating system for people who listen to the episode? Like how nip, how hard are your nipples after you listen to the episode? Let's do know it. Know your nips. <laughs> yeah. Know your nips. Yes. And how hard are your nipples? Uh, one being Snoop Dogg hanging out with Martha uh, Stewart, and five yeah. being Snoop Dogg on trial for murder. Oh, that's hard. Okay. That is hard. That is hard. Yeah. All right, so um, we're going to do this alphabetical order. So we're going to start okay. with. I think this is going to be the one that's going to be the most controversial when we talk about it. Okay. Because I think what I've seen so far with this movie is you go with it and you enjoy it, or you have a lot of problems with it. The movie is Barbarian. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I would obviously say right now, if you haven't seen the movie and you're even thinking a little bit of watching a movie, do not listen to this part of the podcast. Uh, pop, yeah, skip this right now. Yeah, you need uh, you need 1, you need to go into this movie as as yes. blind as possible. The good thing, uh, you know, I think for all three of us, I, I think we all three saw the trailer, but the trailer did not really spoil anything. Uh, uh, I did not see the trailer like, until afterwards. Okay, yeah, well, okay. For, for me, it didn't. So <laughs> when you saw the trailer afterwards, Boston, were you sitting there thinking if you didn't know the truth of the movie that that trailer basically spoiled everything? No, uh, I don't. Th- I don't think it. I don't. I think yeah. it successfully. No, no. If you didn't know all the movie and just saw that trailer, would you have gone into oh. that thinking, "Oh, wow, this"? No, no. It. I think it uh, covered up some of the important beats pr- or hid some of the important yeah. beats really well. Me too. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you just saw the trailer, would you have thought, okay, this is showing me everything in the movie? Do you see what I'm saying? A phrase like that. Yes, actually. I would. If I had seen the trailer, I would have expected a different movie. Like, I would have been like, okay, that's that's where they're going with this. Cool. And. Right. Sat down and expected a completely different movie than what we than than what I saw. Yeah, 
but not having any expectations was the best, in my opinion. Yeah, the thing that was um, not a spoiler, but Scott told me before the movie started that Justin Long was in the movie. And I kept oh, yes. waiting to see where Justin Long <laughs> was going to fit into yes, the movie. Yes, And so essentially the first half hour, hour. Half yeah, hour, yeah. The first half hour is pretty much all set up. Yes. Um, oh, and such a good job of setting up a completely different horror movie. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And the whole time you're thinking, oh, yeah, Keith, played by Bill Skarsgård, mm-hmm. is definitely the creep here. He's going to try something. I thought he did a great job of, like, staying right there on the, on the edge of, like, okay, I think he's the creep, but I'm, maybe he's not. I, I, he he did play it such a fantastic yeah. job of, like, playing the creepy guy, but also maybe maybe the guy's just socially awkward and he's not really a creep. See, I didn't even think he played it creepy. Yeah, I didn't even think he played it creepy. I think he played it pretty straight, but we have an assumption of who he is as a, all the other characters he's playing. Yeah, that's and, true. Maybe I had that in my back of my head for him, maybe. Maybe that's why. I don't know. And how movies tend to be, right? Right, right. They knew exactly what they were doing casting Skarsgård for that role. They knew exactly. Oh, yeah, they did. And, and, he, and he did such a great job, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first 30 minutes is essentially her and him yeah. sharing. Uh, basically, they both have double booked this um, Airbnb. Something's definitely wrong there. You can see somebody's lurking in the background. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's really the, the female character is really suspicious of his character. Like, are you you know rightfully so? You know, somebody's at, at your B and B, your your place that you didn't that's not supposed to be. So yeah, and I and I honestly don't think she really made any, at least in the first thirty minutes, any real dumb decisions. Do you think so? Mm, no, I don't think she did any horror movie tropes. For the most part, like there. A little bit when they started drinking, there, there's a few like maybe maybe dumb last girl moves, but like for the most part, she, she played it pretty much like that. That was what I loved was that you could almost you could almost if it, if it wasn't Scarsguard, yeah, <laughs> if it right. wasn't Scarsguards, yeah, right. you could have genuinely been like, oh, this is an actual meat cute. That's that. This is a real meat cute comedy. I, I like this. It's, it's right somewhere right. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think casting him for that was brilliant. And then they start to slowly unravel uh, some stuff like, well, she finds the hidden door in the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think at one point I leaned over to you or you leaned over to me, Ryan, and we're, we were like, is Justin Long not in this movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it felt like we had been in the movie for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. And she finds... Like, obviously, where somebody has been, uh, looks like a bid that's been soiled, and there's a camera, and she's like, I got to get out of this place. Yeah. And then the guy that we suspected the whole time to be the villain uh, ends up getting murdered <laughs> right in front yep. of Yep. Yeah. And then it cuts to sunny. In a very gruesome way. <laughs> yes. And then it cuts to sunny LA, and Justin Long has a character, has just been. Me too. Right. And, he, he just he just got canceled. Yeah. Yep. And, they, and they do it so well because again, playing on the characters he's played and how we like him. Yep. I first was wondering, 
is this real that he truly did this? He seems like a good guy. Uh-huh. And then he calls his friend calls and he uses the gay slur, the F word. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, this guy's a piece of shit. Well, then he calls her and then he calls her a bitch like, what, 20 times? <laughs> that was actually my favorite part. Not, not to get too far ahead, but that's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is Justin Long was a piece of shit. Yes. And then he would start, they would, they would, they would ride it to where he was starting to have this redemption. Yep. And yep. then go yep. right back to being a piece of shit. Yep. And then and, start and, to have a redemption yep. and go right back to being a piece of shit. And yep. it was so. So good. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. and, and, and uh, even at the end, he was still a piece of shit. There was no redemption. <laughs> the very fucking end. So it yeah. does this weird thing where it goes from like the beginning of the movie, very tense, very creepy, and then it becomes a comedy for like twenty minutes. Yeah, a little like, bit. The part where he just decides to start like when he finds a secret passageway and then sees all the creepy shit, and he's just like, eh, and just keeps like rolling his the little tape. That tape thing mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 oh god yeah the, the the whole theater the whole theater lot well it was it was funny at first when he was like he went down he found the same stuff that they found and then the next because yeah he, he he walked into the there was a room yeah the room with the bed the bucket the bloody handprint and a camera yeah yeah, and yeah. he's just like kind of looking at it like, huh, whatever. Yeah. And then the next scene is he's upstairs typing, does underground, does underground yeah. area add to my property? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was so great. The, the whole, the whole thing about why he's even there is because he's going broke, you know, because he's getting sued and he's, he's, yep. you know, trying to sell all his property. So he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to like maximize the value of his property. So. Yeah, he's not he's not creeped out that he has a secret underground lair. He's just trying to figure out how much that's going to add to his value of his home. So yeah, so the value of the home thing, I think that's when the audience lost it. Because yeah, 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 I can tell you when the person's head gets crushed in, and then it cuts to him in his convertible uh, on the on the L.A. freeway. People in the, in the theater were just dying. Right. The one that I remember. Was everybody was like we were all kind of like okay this is kind of funny okay yeah. this is really funny but when he found these because so so if I remember correctly there's the there's the secret door in the basement yep and that leads to the room that has the camera yeah and then there's another secret door that leads to these stairs that go down and that's yes. where uh, that's when shit gets real dies yeah. And when Justin Long finds that second door, <laughs> yeah, and he just kind of looks at it with his camera, yeah. and the next scene is him putting the the tape measure down. That yeah. was when the whole fucking audience just just we we couldn't hold it back anymore. It was yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. it was amazing. Um, and then of course, uh, then we get another flashback to uh, a quick like little uh, scene where it shows the actual first owner of the house and the fact that he's like a serial killer oh i forgot about that that's right yes 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 and uh not just i mean so uh since we're staying staying in spoiler territory and such uh maybe some uh trigger warning territory uh not just a serial killer he was definitely 
He was putting babies in people. Yes, yeah, he was, he was torturing uh, people. Yeah, doing all. Yes. Yeah, yeah. he was he, not. Yeah, he's not and, a Jeffrey Dahmer style cool killer. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's, yeah. There, let's there was cages. He was putting them in. Yeah. Let's like, be clear. Dahmer was the rapist too. All right. Just let's yeah. be clear. Well, that's fair. He was. He yeah. was. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so it cuts there because it's just giving you kind of like. Uh, explanation about what's about to happen yeah, yeah. Um, he, he would take the women down into those those rooms in the basement and that's where he would, he would keep so them basically one of his i guess daughters uh is the one who we turn find out has murdered um the poor man that we thought was the bad guy yeah um captured has captured uh the girl and now has captured justin long and the yep. girl has realized quickly as long as you pretend like you're a baby, you're okay. You're okay. Yes. As long yes. as you're, yeah. as long as you're being a good baby. And then we get the. <laughs> then we get most, the glimpse. <laughs> then yeah, we get the most horrific scene in the whole movie, where she forces. And you gotta admit, she is a crazy looking monster lady. Well, she yes, she. I'm not, Boston, please do not say that you were sexually aroused by Monster Lady. No, 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 no. I was not sexually aroused by the the giant inbred uh, Monster Lady. Okay. Okay, maybe a little. But anyway, yeah. so <laughs> what, no what was weird for you little beer baby, Boston? <laughs> what was weird for me is the first. So there's this there's the scene where they're in the in the cage. And yep. she like lowers the bottle down. Oh yeah, yeah. and there's all those, those all those hairs on the bottle and everything. Oh god, that was so gross. It, that was that was genuinely more uh, disturbing to me yeah. than when when she held down Justin Long and put her nipple in his mouth. Yeah. So 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 basically, what she was doing uh, was she was trying to get them the 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 feet out of the bottle, and the girl just took it and did it immediately because she knew she knew better. Yeah, uh, yeah, she'd yeah. Been there for a while, and Justin Long's character was like, mm, "Fuck that, no, <laughs> no <laughs> yeah, sir, yeah, yeah. not today, yeah. Satan." No. Uh, and then, of course, as she kept trying to get, no, no, do it. You've got to do it, uh, or she's going to freak out. And, and of course, she freaked out because he wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and then from that scene, it basically becomes like a monster movie. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Uh, I still don't know why it was called Barbarian. Maybe. Uh, Maybe because of the original serial killer, maybe because he yeah. was a, he was a barbarian of what he was doing to the women. Yeah. Now I know Scott, you didn't care for the ending, right? I didn't care for the ending. That was why I I enjoyed pretty much the whole movie. Uh, I, the ending I thought was a bit cheesy. Oh, super fucking cheesy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I lo- I loved it because it was cheesy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that I, that makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I thought they could. I don't. I don't know how I wish they would have ended it, but I, I just. I wish they would have done something a little bit different. I think. I definitely go ahead. Because again, that was that was again the, the the thing that sold it for me was once again Justin Long having that that shot of a redemption arc that chance. Yeah, he's, maybe true. he's going to do the right thing. True. And instead, he throws. He throws. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, he uh, throws the, the girl uh, off. Yeah, he kicks her off. So yeah, uh, he kicks off this tower. So basically, then, then they they both have escaped. Well, let's let's set the scene a little bit. They both yeah. have escaped. Both the the, the girl, and the guy, and the, the 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 we'll just call her the monster, I guess. I don't know. She leaves the house and, and chases them down, and they're on top of this w- water tower thing. Yeah, it's were a they water on? tower. Yeah, 
she gets up there and Justin Long's character pushes her pushes the other girl yeah. off of the water yeah. tower so she just so she'll go uh, and try to you know uh, basically sacrificing her yeah, yeah. so he just to run. save his own ass yep and it works uh, it does work my yes. favorite part yeah because the because then then the mo- uh, mama as we sh- as we should be know uh, referring to her as oh, I like that mama that's good yeah let's do that mama does a swan dive yes yeah, she does to she's catch right. she's protecting that's basically her baby at this point yeah yeah <laughs> oh I think we left off one crucial thing so okay. there is a a second room uh that all your all that's in there is like a uh, a TV playing a videotape of of of, of a I don't know videos. like a is it, uh, no 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 it's a, no it's not it's it's oh uh, you're not talking about the the room where the old man is is laying no you're no no, no. The, the other room, room where she, she where she takes him to where she watches yeah. that videotape over and over about babies and yeah. how to be how to be a mama uh, so that's that's all that this 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 person watches her entire life yeah. uh, is to how to be how to be a mama and how to breastfeed yeah uh, so that's what's one reason why she's so warped in that in that she's adamant that, to that, save her babies yeah exactly. Did you catch when when Pa picked up that that movie when the the girl was helping him get all the stuff for having a baby? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yes, uh, I saw it. Pick it up. Wait, what's going on? That video that that video that Mom is watching that that has has it on loop on how to how to best breastfeed the baby. Yeah. yeah. He's given that during the scene where he's at the in the shopping mart. Yeah, that's right. Going around right. getting all the stuff to, oh. to have a kid. Yep. And oh. yeah, she hands, it up she hands him that video, and that's that's the one that she has on on loop the whole the whole time. Yep. yep. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I did not notice that. The weirdest part about the ending that movie is we all decided we weren't going to talk about these movies until we came on the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, so now we're getting it out of our system right now. Yeah. So typically, once you finish a movie, you know, you sit outside in the lobby and you talk about it. Yeah. We all kind of part it ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We officially made, and believe me, we would have talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention before we move on is um, before the movie began, there was a bunch of young punks that set two seats uh, from me. Uh-huh. And I don't want to say teenagers because then I feel super old and they were probably in their 20s to begin with. <laughs> and yeah. They were talking throughout the trailers and I was getting mad. And at one point I turned to Boston and said, I will not get minioned. <laughs> Referring to when the Gen Xers were going into the movies of the minion and disrupted it. So I moved down to the side of Scott and ironically, Boston said that they shut up at that point, and then he heard me and you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard you two. I heard you two way more than I ever heard them for the rest of the movie. <laughs> right. yeah. Which is incredible. There, there was definitely a lot of moments of me and Rod talking back and forth about it for sure. Yeah. All right, what's our ranking system going to be? How we want to do oh. this ranking? Oh, good point. Oh, out of thirty? No, uh, out of. Oh God. Out of five, you know, what are we doing? You know, we might should have figured this out ahead of time, but that's not how we. You know roll. what? That's not how we do it. No, um, no. Let's do out of five procrastinators. Okay, okay, all right. How many procrastinators do you give it out of five? And you can't say I'll tell you later. 
can you do like 4.5? Yeah, yeah, point? yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. I'll go. I'll if you go do 4.5, why don't we just do 10? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. I am going to go a solid four procrastinators out of five. Well, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick there with, with you on that one because it, it was a really good comedy. It yeah. was a really good comedy. It didn't quite horror me as much as i was expecting so yeah four out of five. Yeah, yeah, yeah i'm gonna go 4.5 out of five only because okay. of how like not really that not the horror aspect but just how like shocking some of the scenes were with like the the mama and stuff so i want to okay. go 4.5 okay Every time you say mama, I think that Forrest Gump is going to appear. Like, I'm wondering how many mamas we got to say. I'm not giving it a five because I didn't, I did not really care for the ending. So, even even though, even though I get it and I, and he got what he, what he deserved and all that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to go 4.5. All right. Um, Our next movie then, if we're doing this in alphabetical order, is Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends. Let me say right now, I'm thankful that this trilogy is over. Can I uh, give a pre-spoiler of of something real quick? Sure. Yes. Uh, I will not be giving this a four point five out of ten. <laughs> <out of five. laughs> okay. All right. Um, so, have we all three seen all three of this trilogy? Uh, I have. Boston. I I had to skip out. I had to skip out on some of the the first parts of the trilogy. Trying okay. to catch up on uh, for the for the podcast. What okay. was so crazy is the first one was really good. First one solid. First one solid. is a great it's really a great solid. Halloween movie. Yes. Second one is horrible. Yes. And Third one, I, I I don't I don't want to say horrible. Yeah. But it's not great. So I they did something different. Way different. And the weirdest thing is you introduce a new character. In the final part of the trilogy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And for what reason? I still don't know. Yeah. As we were watching, I watched it with my friend Jason, and we were thinking, okay, they're going to set him up at the end of the movie. He's going to be the new Mike Myers. They're going to finally yeah. end all the Laurie and the that's, original that's Mike what Myers. I and they yeah. have this new generation of Mike Myers. That is not what happened. Well, let's let's back up a bit. So okay. what what we're talking about is at some point early on into the movie, there is a young kid. Oh, it's, who, a, who's, it's the first. It's the opening. It's the opening stinger. It's the opening stinger. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is the opening yeah. stinger. That's right. Yep. It's well, this young. Not, it's this young uh, dude. Seems like he's got everything together. He's about yeah. to go to college. He's saving I, money. He's going to mm, babysit this punk little asshole. Yeah. Now they they do so. Maybe they were just kind of ham fisting it, but they did kind of set up that he was kind of a loser, actually. Oh no, no, they like he is kind of a loser. Like he's not good at lawn mowing, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's really not good at babysitting. <laughs> um, so when you watched it, Boston, when you caught the stinger, did that scene where he kicks the kid off of the banister? Did did you scream "What the fuck!" like I did? I oh, I, mean, I did. I, 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 I kind of saw it coming when he did the this is Sparta kick and the kid fell off the balcony. <laughs> that whole scene, I was I actually screamed, "What the fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> I, I was watching it with somebody at the time, and we both said something similar to that. We're like, "What the fuck? What? what? <laughs> I kind of yeah. saw, saw it coming because um, the, the the way they were definitely setting it up in a way that it was like. They, they they had the tension set up in such a way that it's like one of these two is going to die, right? Like right. They, they wouldn't even have this scene unless yeah. Michael shows back up, 
the yeah. kid yeah. dies or the babysitter dies. Right. But yeah, I'm trying to that must have been one hell of a kick because like <laughs> he kicked the door the door came open and the and the, the kid did like a somersault backflip off of the yeah. balcony and that that was one hell oh, of a spark it was kick. amazing and then <laughs> yeah. we um cut to the credits uh the the opening credits and then we see Lori i guess it's 3 years later since uh since michael basically got beat up by a mob <laughs> oh um, yeah <laughs> And yeah, I think it was two or two or three years later. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Lori is thankfully, she's not going to be in the hospital the whole movie this time. She's at home. She's at more at peace. And her yeah. granddaughter is living with her. Now the granddaughter was the one character that frustrated me the most in this movie because her character, her personality changed basically every scene she was in to fit whatever the script needed. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The opening, she loves her grant. She loves Lori. She's, she's in love with Lori. Then just for absolutely no reason, she falls in love with the dude. No yeah. reason at all. It never yeah. makes sense. Uh, very quickly, but might, might I add very, very quickly. So cutting to that, the kid that was the babysitter, he's now considered like the town pariah, just like Lori. Right. Because, you know, he didn't get thrown in jail or, you know, or anything. He got he's basically known as a kid killer now. And um, he works for his dad in the junkyard and he goes to the supermarket to a little like Weigel's to get some snacks. And then we are introduced to the worst gang of bullies I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) The prep cool kids (laughs) i think one at least one of them is a band member. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think that was a band. That was a band jacket, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the weirdest assortment of bullies I've ever seen in a movie. I agree. Yes, it was. They made no sense as a group. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. They weren't really. And you'll understand what, once you see the movie. Yeah, and they weren't even threatening. No, God no. Now, one person I talked to who loved this movie said that that was a reference because he thinks this whole movie was a reference to Christine. The car movie, the killer car. <laughs> really? And he said this dumb bully gang was a reference to Christine. I don't remember it. Do you, the greatest I, Stephen King fan ever? Uh, well, I have. It has been a hot damn minute since I've seen Christine. Uh, so I don't remember either. Boston, do you remember a weird looking bully gang in Christine? I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to come clean right now, y'all. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen Christine. Okay, okay. okay. I know it's a classic, but yeah, but I missed it. No, it's okay. Yeah. You're you're being honest. I'm going to be honest in a, in a second too on another movie. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was the weirdest, le- less at least intimidating gang I've ever seen in my life. No, I, I was thinking I was thinking the same thing. I was I was I was expecting him just to break bad on them. Yeah, they were they were so like non-threatening uh, <laughs> you uh, know yeah like i was I, I wasn't really expecting there to be like an actual fight there no right right no it was uh it's i was weird. like so, these these guys are the ones you already that killed have- a kid beat these guys up too yeah. <laughs> right no shit yeah exactly exactly so Lori kind of protects him uh then he meets um her granddaughter and for whatever reason the granddaughter decides immediately this is she's the love the one. of my life. Yeah. yeah, she's she's having his babies at some yeah. point. Um, they go to a uh, uh, like a bar that's having like a Halloween party, and this is 
I think the legitimately best scene in the movie because it really was tense when people started. Like he's trying to have fun, he's in the mood, the moment, and then the uh, the mother of the kid that he uh, karate kicked off of the balcony <laughs> is yeah. there, and she starts calling him out, and yeah. then he goes and comes into kind of a rage. Yeah, yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. And then he stumbles upon that dumb bully group again, who again. for some reason throws him off the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, they manage to throw him off of a bridge. Yeah. And then they just leave. And this is where the movie makes a choice. Yes, it does. So for the last three years, apparently Mike, M- Michael Myers has been living in a sewer just being an old man. Just being an old man, being his old man self. Yeah. Just he, doing old man things in the I sewer. I guess he's recovering from the beating he took at the end of part I two. guess so. Um, but it's pretty bad. What did you think of the whole old man Michael Boston? It, it, it was it was a little it was a little odd and off putting. Like I yeah, it's that weird spot of like. <laughs> Like, I don't think no, I don't think they could have done it with any other kid because if if it was Jason, you would have immediately been like bullshit, fucking bullshit, no, no. Yeah. But because it's Michael and there's still that like, is he supernatural? Is he? He's human, isn't he? He's just a human. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe. Maybe it works. But it was it was really pathetic. Like it was really it, pitiful. It was, but it almost would have made so. That, it it kind of goes to the whole thing is where you think that they're setting this kid to be the, the, his protege or something. And, yeah. and it would almost make sense because he's old, he's getting older and decrepit. But yeah. fuck no, that doesn't happen. But well, so he becomes his protege for a minute. No, 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 for a minute. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, until the protege turns on him. But, um, <laughs> but so basically he goes into the sewer. He, uh, there's nothing there at first. And all of a sudden, you know, he grabs him by the throat. And they have this stare down, and it looks like like they're looking through each other's souls, and then he just lets him go. Well, I think this scene, <laughs> what they were trying to show is that whole, I don't know if Laurie speaks about it in the movie or if it's just something I read, but that evil can be like a virus. It mm. can be passed to somebody else. And I think that's what they were showing in that scene. Yeah, maybe. It's the final thing that snaps this kid, is right. that he gets the virus of evil from Michael. Maybe um, Michael sees it in him and lets him go. Yeah, so the kid then brings this asshole cop into the sewer. This is the part where I thought it started getting a little supernatural, Boston. Mm-hmm. Michael, at first, is really old and decrepit, and he's just not being able to do anything at all. And then I think the kid sets it up so Michael can kill the cop, and then Michael like basically becomes like the Undertaker. Yeah, he does that sit that sit-up move. Well, he does that later, but he gets yeah. like that second wind. Did you notice that? I forget what scene it was, but the kid did the same move. Oh, yeah. The Undertaker move. Yeah, he does yeah, that yeah, near the he, end. He, 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 yeah, I forget what, what scene it happens, but he does the exact same move. Because I, I think Michael only really kills two people in this movie, right? It, not very many, yeah. It's most, yeah, you're right. It's mostly the kid. I think so. Because yeah. Michael kills, does Michael kill the DJ? Yes. Uh, yes. I yes. think he does. Yes. Okay. And when that DJ, when they showed that DJ's poster, the billboard with the DJ, I said, that character's going to die. It's <laughs> like, the, um, yeah, the Schroeder, Schroeder, if you see a gun in a movie, it's going to, you know, it's going to uh, check, check off. 
Chekhov's rule, yeah. Chekhov's gun, yeah. Chekhov's gun. It's Chekhov's billboard. If you see a billboard <laughs> with a character, that character is going to die somewhere in this movie. So suddenly, this kid now, he's like strutting around. He's super evil. The granddaughter's digging it. Oh, granddaughter. Oh, yeah. She's lo- she's she's living life right now. This, this is this is her her like dream man. Yeah, Lori knows there's evil in this kid now. Yes, and yes. she tells her granddaughter, who, by the way, they've experienced life and death like three or four times yep. in two movies. And three scenes earlier, the grandma loved Lori. Now the granddaughter has turned on Lori, and yep. it's almost like these two kids are going to become natural born killers. But I don't think the granddaughter, I guess, knows that he's been killing people. No, I don't think she does, no. Yeah, and... Okay. Oh, oh my so, God. So, at the end... Yeah. He finds, he winds up getting... What, What does she stab him? What, I forget how, how he... Well, how so, he okay, so... Before that happens, the kid sets up a trap at the junkyard. Right. I guess the kid basically murders all the bullies. He murders all the bullies, yeah. Two of the bullies yes. uh, get murdered in front of the junkyard, which is going to come back in a minute, something I was wondering. And so then Lori's in her house, and she goes upstairs, and she calls the cops and pretends that she's going to you know, commit suicide. So the kid would come in, and then she basically beats the kid's ass up, right? Like, right. <laughs> like, the kid has no chance, gets knocked down some stairs, the kid sticks a knife in his throat to try to like frame Lori. I don't know how this yep. makes sense, but he's he's in her house wearing a Michael Myers outfit. And yeah. <laughs> hey, it worked in Scream. That's true. It did. The granddaughter's like, I hate you, Grandma, and runs away. Only getting to her sense when she sees the DJ's radio station is on fire, <laughs> and then somehow mm-hmm. she's like. Maybe Grandma is right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overacting here. <laughs> then the true Michael shows up, and I think we get what we all wanted to see. The like, showdown. and do you guys think the showdown delivered? Because I thought it was a good showdown. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that that was probably the one redeeming thing about the movie. Then the weird part is Lori's getting choked to death. The granddaughter comes in. I'm not even sure really what she does. Uh... Does she do anything? Does she pull Michael Myers' hand off because he's so weak and old? Oh, that... yeah. I think she has a knife. She does something. She has a knife or something okay. that she cuts his hand uh, off her neck or something. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> here comes the part. Oh, man. I guess that town is ready for a mob at the tip of the hat because it's <laughs> late at night. Yeah. Suddenly, all you know, the whole town is there. Even that yeah. detective dude from the last movie, he's shown up from out of town. Yeah. Yeah. And they tie Michael to Lori's car and basically drive him through the town. Yes. Now, before that, though, the kid had already been killed in the house, right? Yeah. So the whole movie you're, you're, you're thinking, at least I was thinking that, that you know, they were going to set this up to where he was going to be the new killer. I was totally mm-hmm. expecting him to be like gone. Like, yeah, I, I was thinking his body was going to be disappeared. Yeah. And you know, I was going to set up a whole new thing. Oh fuck. No, no, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead than dead. Oh yeah. Michael so, makes sure of that. Oh yes. Yes, he does. So, so when the caravan is driving through the town and all the townspeople has joined it, they end up going to the junkyard, right? Yeah. Here's my mm-hmm. question. 
Did they move the corpses of the bullies out of the way? Because weren't they in the front of the... I'm pretty sure they were. <laughs> Did they just drive over the bullies' corpses? Movie logic. At this point, huh. they've seen so much. I guess the, the, the corpses of the kids don't even bother them. <laughs> they've seen so much already. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's just some more dead bodies. No big deal. They take Michael's body and they throw it into the car compactor. Yeah. And it gets completely destroyed. So... I think this yep. does. I think they're right where this is going to end. This version of of Halloween with Lori, I think, because she said this is her last one, right? And then she does get a nice ending where her and the uh, sheriff, you know, are sitting on the porch together. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. That was that's a little. I kind of like that off. they let her have a happy ending and not like where she gets murdered, right? I guess we have to review it. I guess. <laughs> I'm going to give it two procrastinators out of five. That's that's exactly what I was going to give it myself. Okay. Uh, Boston? Yeah. I'm going to join you on that. Two, two out of five at best. There were some there yeah. were some scenes that were that were a little innovative, but I just couldn't. I just... I, just, I, I couldn't stick with it the whole time. No. 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 The only thing I'll say is it was not as bad as the last one. But that's no. also not saying much. <laughs> So. No, and I saw um, what's uh, Sherry Moon, right? That's Rob Zombie's uh, wife. I think yes. that is right. Yes, she came out and bashed it. I was thinking, in my mind, okay, no, you're right that it is bad, but don't pretend like your Halloween movies were any better. <laughs> right, especially the second <laughs> one. Um, I I know they're going to remake, they're going to reboot this in a couple of years. Oh, you know uh, they will, of course. Yeah, I. <sighs> I just don't think in the end the end we needed really a trilogy. I I don't also think that we needed that that one kid's character at all in the whole in the no. movie. I, I I I do not know why he was in the movie. Yeah, there's just not enough story there to warrant three movies. No, no, they're definitely not. And that, and that may be the biggest part of the problem. Like they they were just dragging it out to be a trilogy when it didn't yeah. need to be. All right, Scott, question. Which yes. trilogy is worse, this Halloween trilogy or the last Star Wars trilogy? Oh God, don't you put, don't you do that to me? <laughs> I'm doing it. Don't you dare do that to me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say the Star Wars trilogy was because I at least like the first Halloween movie <laughs> and then this trilogy. One so. day, one day. All right. The next movie, and this is where I, Boston, tell a, a, a secret. I've never seen a Hellraiser movie before this one. Oh. Dang! I meant to, I meant to watch the original again just to get like a refresher, yeah, to compare it to. But yeah, I've I've really only ever seen some of like the the bits and pieces here and there. Okay, uh, wow. some of them. Okay, uh, okay. Like, I, I'm I'm aware of, I'm fully aware of like the original plot and yep. right. But it has been a long time since I've actually seen it, so it was it was kind of fuzzy. I do now, like when they actually do this with movies. Like they did take a different approach. Yes, the configuration, the box, everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I, I did. I did enjoy that new take on it. So that was kind of yeah. cool. So from what I understand, the first one's a great movie, and then it kind of drops off from there, right? In quality, it does. It does. Okay. Uh, of all the old Hellraiser movies, for sure, the first one was hands down the best. Okay. Progressively got kind of worse. 
Like, I think the second one was okay, you know, but it was, it's been a long time since I've seen all the other ones. But it, 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 the more they did, the, the worse it kind of got. So what are the villains called? The Cenobites? Cenobites, yes. Fun fact, I always thought that Cenobite had to do with their disfigurement and their alien-looking nature mm-hmm. of yeah. how they, they had, had warped their flesh and done such. Do you yeah. know what Cenobite means? No. What? Religious zealot. Oh, that makes oh, sense, though. Oh, mm-hmm. it does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're basically the world that the Christian nationalists want. <laughs> uh, well, I would make the argument that the world that liberals want. <laughs> oh, damn, okay. Or at least, uh, let me back up. The world that conservatives think liberals want. Yeah, that's true. There you go. The C and CRT stands for Cenobite. You do understand like the whole idea of Pinhead and the Cenobites, right? No. So they did keep this in the movie, although it was played a little differently. Also, just want to say right now, the fact they used the pearl-headed pins for everything, ah, beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> so the idea behind the Cenobites and, and Pinhead is that the Rick and Morty episode on it is uh, fucking covers it pretty pretty good. Okay. They are beings who crave sensation. Mm-hmm. And they have gone so far over the edge that pain, pleasure, fear, excitement, all of the sensations are just the same to them. Okay. So that's why they they peel their flesh back. They have the hooks. They have the pins. They have yeah. these warped, pierced muscles, bars through their bone structures. It's yeah. because it it hurts. It hurts so good, it feels good. It's, yeah, and they and they consider what they do as gifts. Yes, you know, like 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 that when when they're torturing these individuals, these, these humans, like mm-hmm. they're they're giving them a gift, and in, in their view. Huh. That's yeah. Okay. Fucked. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think they do a really good job of kind of explaining to you at least the basics of it because. Yeah, if you've ever seen it before, absolutely. And I would say, still say again, I would not be scared of these things because, like, I can't figure out the triangle puzzle at Cracker Barrel, so I don't think I'd ever figure out. <laughs> You'd be even, safe. Yeah, I think I'd be safe. <laughs> we kept thinking. So the main girl in this movie was excellent. Yes, I thought oh, she yeah. did a, a great job. Oh, I hands down agree with you on that. And me and my roommate both thought the guy that was her boyfriend in the movie had to be related somehow to Chris Evans. Cause he looked a lot like Chris Evans, but, but we looked it up oh, and, and good point. He yeah. Did. He's not related to that. Chris Evans at all, but he, he's a dead ringer for oh my God. Chris Evans brother. At least. Stunt double. If he doesn't. Yeah. Get he, more could, acting jobs. he could have done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked the design on the monsters was Clive yeah. Barker. Was it kind of going off to like HR Geiger? Or Giger, or however you pronounce it. Um, I don't know if he was a hundred percent inspired by Giger. Um, originally, no, like some some of the new some of the new ones definitely had a bit more of some Geiger influence in there. Yeah, but Clive was pretty good at coming up with fucked up shit on his own. <laughs> and the weird thing is, I honestly thought he was dead because he's not a part of this Hellraiser, but he's mm-hmm. still alive. He really liked it. I was I was kind of surprised that he had no part to do with it. Yeah, that, yeah, that is very surprising. 
But I can tell you, especially, like, when, especially with the quality of it, I thought how 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 great I thought it was. Yeah, Hulu is knocking it out of the park with the original movies. This is their second, really, not to spoil the, what we're going to give it, but this is the second <laughs> best, second really good movie they've done in like a matter of months. Because the Predator prequel was really good too. Oh my god, I still haven't seen that, Scott. You, I, I know, need to see it. I I have to make a confession that I'm embarrassed to admit. Okay, go ahead. I have never seen a single solitary episode of Rick and Morty. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I, 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 I'm embarrassed, but I, I know I would like it. I, I've heard, I've heard it's amazing. And I, it's right up my alley. Yeah, it's I really no good. I've, I've no idea why I've never seen it. You know what? Treat yourself to an episode. Just avoid the fans of the show. Because a lot, that unfortunately, yeah. there's sense. a lot of fans that it's like the people that got shocked when they found out that Homelander was actually a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. There's a lot of people that don't realize Rick is not a good person. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I've never seen the show. So yeah. So when it gets to the second half of when they're trapped in the billionaire's house, the movie reminded me of what was that movie? It's like an early two thousands horror film. 13 Ghosts? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, shit. Yep. Yes, it was just like 13 Ghosts. Definitely got the same vibes. Yep. It reminded me so much of 13 Ghosts at that point. Yes. And then they bring in, we forgot to mention this, there was a billionaire at the beginning of the movie that he's trying to get to, I guess, because if you get to the last configuration of the of the puzzle, you get to meet God and ask for anything you want. Well, you have choices. Between like, I think what seven boons? I think's what it is. <laughs> you don't really get what you think you're going to get. Yeah, it's a monkey <laughs> paw situation, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Chris Evans do double is you know he's he betrays her. That was one of the first times in a while that like I didn't actually see that twist coming, mm. mainly because I didn't realize the billionaire still being alive as an option. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. I thought he hit the clone had something to do with it, but I wasn't sure what or why. Uh, you thought it was going to be an attack of the clone situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Watching through it a second time. Yeah. There definitely were all the like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, yeah that makes yeah. sense now. Okay. So I, I, I assume you enjoyed it because you've watched it twice. Yes. Now let's talk about, let's talk about what the billionaire got as his gift. Yeah. Okay. So first off, <laughs> He had one of the coolest looking like contraptions when he had that clock thing attached to him. Yeah. I thought that looked pretty cool. So anyway, so just the the girl ends up surviving and she gets the choice between taking one of the gifts or not and she turns them down. Yep. She realizes and some some people may go, "Oh, that's stupid. You should have wished for something." But she knows, like, there's probably something attached to it. Did we go into why she was even there, like, to, after go after her brother? Do we even get into that? We didn't touch on that because box requires more sacrifices, right? This time to get like to go further in their stages, and so like everyone she knows just dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was she was originally going to try to find her brother because he yep. disappeared, and he became victim to the box. Yeah, felt it was her fault. Blah blah blah. That's why she gets she was even there to begin with. Because it's something like anybody that touches the box is then cursed, right? To get killed by the Cenobites. If you get if you have blood, if your blood okay. is on it, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what happens to the brother. Yes. Okay. Uh, until it gets to the final scene with the billionaire. Yeah. Redemption. And, and, so okay. So my question: Do you think they're 
ending his life or are they turning him into a new Cenobite? I'll put it this way. If they make a sequel to this Hellraiser yep. and he is not in it as a new Cenobite, I will be yeah. sad. I won't be furious, but I'll be disappointed. Yeah. They did turn the brother into one at, at the very end. Uh, did they? Did they? Or I thought they just turned. I thought wasn't that was it not the brother that they were doing? No, that no, that on the cross thing. No, that was the billionaire. The bald hit it. Oh, that was the. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that was yeah the they had shaved his hair off. That it confused me at first oh. too. I didn't know who that was, but I looked online. I swear, I thought I thought that was her brother. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't. No, catch that. that's okay. the billionaire. Oh, they definitely were turning him into the. Yeah, and he then, he has sure. a painful death. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this movie is going to get. It surprised me a lot. I'm also going to give it four procrastinators out of five. I personally am going to go ahead and go five five out of five because okay, there there wasn't nothing nothing that irked me was enough for me to actually like be knocked out of the movie or knocked out of the immersion. So yeah, I'll I'll go and give it all the all the all the all the love. Nice. Okay. I am also giving it five out of five. You know what? Uh, because I thought it was almost on par with the first one, which is saying a lot. Okay. And I really like the the actress playing, playing uh, the new pinhead. Okay. You know what? I'm going to change my mind here. I'm also going to go five. All right. Thinking about it, talking with go. you guys. You guys are right. It was solid. It makes me at least want to go back and see the first Hellraiser. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. And I thought, th- and I think you'll really, if you like this one, you'll you should really enjoy the first. Okay, Hellraiser. awesome. All right, we're at the final movie. All right, the yeah, absolute. Here we go. Yep. Now, smile, everybody, smile. I want to first say the same thing I said last time that I recommended this. Trigger warning: if you have fucking epilepsy, because why the fuck that intro? Why? <laughs> the there was fuck? no warning no, at all. Just blah. <laughs> No, the theater didn't put like typically the theaters will put like a sign up and say something. Like I remember they did that for yeah. Incredibles too. If you have any of that, be mindful because the last twenty minutes there's a good amount of it. Yeah, it's crazy. It is weird that there was no no warning. Scott and I went into this with a little bit low expectations because a friend who listens to the podcast told us it wasn't that good. Mm. No, uh, let, let's. That's being nice. He told. He basically was saying he absolutely. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which, like, like yeah. I didn't didn't enjoy anything about it at all. The, all. the only thing that he said that was good was that the acting. Was yeah, good. and the acting is good. That but what it. I dug really about the movie is, and that's what I like about this whole four movies we watched this year is they are a lot of them were like kind of different genre, like barbarian. I don't really still don't even agree, know what you yeah. consider that genre. And this one, the trailers make it look like it's going to be a goofy horror movie, but it was more psychological than I right. was expecting. Mm-hmm. And which I really yeah. liked. Um, honestly, two deaths in the whole movie. That you actually saw? Yeah, two deaths, right? Yeah. Uh, let me think. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not a big body count. It's not a big body count. So there's. There's no, I think I thought I was thinking it was more than there's two, the one though. that trans the, the one that transfers to her. There is yeah the first yeah. one the, yeah. spoilers her, 
Yeah. There is. That's it, right? Uh, well, you do see. You do see. The dude with the shears in the in, like in the gas station. It's not. It's not a very clear kill. Oh yeah, yeah. But okay. you do see yep. the shears oh, in the gas yeah, station yeah, parking yeah, yeah, lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 I will count mustache. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing that pissed me off the most about that movie. How did they not have mustache show up at one point and do the smile? Oh, that would have been that would have been too cheesy. If I saw I saw that cat and I turned to Scott and went, that cat's gonna smile. I know, I know. Uh, that I, I, I was, I was really expecting that to happen. I was also expecting something with the cat, but I was expecting more like yeah. somebody splayed it open and like, like in a, in a smiling, right. and like in, a, in a smiling pattern. Yeah, I did not yeah. see. But they could at least, they could at least say it worth like she was even dreaming, yeah. it. dreaming about seeing the cat smiling. Yeah, yeah. I did they, not I, see. I, I think they missed the opportunity there. There's one awesome part in the movie where she looks at this at this sign and it hovers on the sign and it's got like four people smiling and I turn to Scott and go you see what they're doing with that sign? And he goes yeah they're smiling. I go mm-mm they're all white. Yeah I was proud of myself. <laughs> no that was that was good. That but was yeah good. this one really surprised me because I, I love the viral marketing that they did with the people at the baseball games and behind Al Roker yeah. doing the smile. Well I, I think I think about halfway through the movie, since because we we'd already had a discussion about our friend that really hate, hated yeah. it. Uh, I, I think it was at least halfway through, or maybe more. I was like, man, I'm actually pretty much really enjoying this. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why why you hated yeah. it so much. But I remember seeing the trailers, thinking, okay, this is going to be hokey, but it's doing really well. So it's definitely one that we should consider for this episode. But I really enjoyed it. My my favorite scene of the whole movie, though, is a scene where she's in the car and she's having that meltdown because she just saw what she thought was her sister, her sister's uh, kid fall off. Yeah. And she's screaming. And then the camera pans up to that poor little kid kid who's having to watch this. He's already scarred for life because he opened a present with a dead cat in it. Back up a little bit for for anybody trying to follow. There's a scene where she's wrapping the present. She buys it. She there's a whole scene where she buys the model train for the kid because that's what that's yeah, what it's, it's, her, it's her nephew. And then she has the episode with the phone calls, and then can't find the cat. All right, so cats and shit. And dead yeah. dead dog cat cat dead dog dog cat. <laughs> okay, so can we talk a minute about? how bad this movie was for that poor little kid. Oh my gosh. It, that, that little kid was traumatized. I, yeah, that, that whole, the whole movie could just be centered around him being traumatized. <laughs> it could be. it could, yeah. The whole could have started with that, with him, like or the or a yeah. trailer of him, like that look in his face. when he was, when he was looking at outside the house okay. at the car. So, oh. so Scott, she gets a, she buys a present, right? Right. So, what's the- so th- this kid, this kid is her niece. He's having a birthday party. Nephew. Uh, I'm sorry. Why did I say niece? Wow. Yes. <laughs> this kid is her, her nephew. He loves trains, so she she buys him a little train set. Uh, so they're they're having the he's having the time of his life. You know, he's he's doing a he's at his birthday, birthday party. party. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Have a great time. His friends are there. Yeah. He goes to open up her gift, opens it up, and then you see this horrific look on his face. Somehow, he hates cat, trains. Yeah, he's like, fuck this train. Yeah. I don't like trains. Yeah. I want a G.I. Joe, damn it. Yeah. 
but no, no, no. There is a dead cat in his uh, in the box. Mustache, mustache. Or, was, mustache. In the box. Yes. was in the box. Yes. Yeah, and which is her cat. Then he has to see his aunt pick up mustache and cradle mustache and do some weird spins. Yeah, and then fall into a glass table. Right. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot that she did that. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, and Boston, then, when you and Kim saw the movie, did you guys? When he got the present, did you start feeling something bad is about to happen? I did. I definitely did. Kim Kim did. I, I did not. I, I was still like, oh, all right. Let's well, oh, no. I huh. did because the cat was missing and they never said anything yeah. about what happened to him. So I was like, yep. oh, my God. Don't tell me the cat's in this box. Chekhov's cat. Um, I was still, yeah. Yep. I was still expecting the something more bloody with the cat. But yeah. Right. Right. Now, here's here's my question. Did anyone did anyone pick up vibes of Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. The yeah. scene where the kid's like, "What Santa Claus get you?" and he pulls out the shrunken head. Oh. Huh. Okay. Uh, it was yeah. almost, I was seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> it was effectively that same scene, yeah, but not just, as a comedy, and it's like, yes, no. Yes. Oh. Yes. So then later in the movie, the the main act, the main character, she's wits in. She goes to her sister tries to make up she's leave she gets in the car she's having a meltdown the sister comes out of the out, outside walks up to the window and then her head falls off right and it turns right. out it was yeah, all in her smiling. mind she's screaming and then the camera yeah. for some reason pans up into a window and that poor little nephew is watching all this right. there's nothing she- there's nothing more in the movie with the nephew no, but, that's, that's, that's the last. That's the last thing, shot you see of him. Yeah, is that horrified look on his face while he's yeah. watching his aunt lose it in the car. Yeah. It turns out the smile thing is a demon, right? Uh, it is some. Yeah, yeah it is some sort some of sort of a demon. Yeah, some sort and, of demon that yep. passes by trauma. So yep. right, they whoever whoever is nearby has to witness. A absolutely horrific death, yep. so that it can pass on to the next person. Yeah, one guy that later in the movie she meets in a prison was able to survive it by killing somebody to get him himself in prison. He freaks out when he sees her, but she realizes the best thing for her to do is to go to like an abandoned. I guess it's her parents' old cabin. It's the house they grew up in. Yeah, because yes. that was the big, that was the big thing of. It was one of the things that Kim and I talked about when we. I wish I remembered to re- review that recording before I came in here, but it was one of the things that we talked about on the on the trip home was that, like, why did she make so many dumb decisions in this horror mm-hmm. movie? Well, mm-hmm. if she hadn't, we wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, right. exactly. That's the thing with the horror film. You have to. Uh, well, one thing we bring up to you, like like this this girl, the main actress, or the main character, her mother committed suicide, mm. which well, sort of say she took pills yeah. or overdosed, but but the girl, the, but she actually didn't even try to save her, uh, and she like has mm. been living with this guilt this whole time because she was, I guess, so yep. traumatized she didn't even try to save her mom, and she's she's been living with this guilt the whole time about it. Yeah. So, but Boston, you said that you and Kim had a discussion about it on the way home. That was one of the things we were talking about was that most of this movie only could happen because yeah. she was a she was a therapist 
who was dealing with her own guilt for other things. Yep. And it was the only reason that she was able to look so deeply. Now, we, we, we feel like she, she, did, she did some really shitty science. <laughs> <laughs> she only dug in as deep as she did because of her background and her, our, yeah. her previous trauma. Yeah. Right. That's the scene where she's in the cabin. Essentially, that's the scene with the strobes, right? When the monster. That's um, when the, yeah, that's when the movie falls yeah, apart. And I, like I wanted to cry. End. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, obviously not a happy ending. But overall, I thought it was. I really liked it. I think it's the second yeah. best movie that we watched this Halloween season. I think I will give it four and a half procrastinators. And I will give it, because I had a little bit of a different opinion, I thought Barbarian was, I liked Barbarian a slightly better, so yeah. I gave Barbarian four, four and a half, so I'm going to go and give this one four. All right, and Boston? I'm actually going to have to break from the mold. I'm going to go with three out of five, because, okay. Okay. again, there was so much of that movie that I did enjoy, and it was really good, Yeah. and then... <sighs> the, this, was it the strobing stuff, or was it just the ending? Well, I mean, it wasn't necessarily the strobing stuff, but it was the, this is just a call out to horror directors who maybe might be listening to this podcast under any circumstances, perhaps stop showing the monster unless you can sell it well. Mm. Good call, man. That, that, the monster did look dumb. Sometimes it's better if you don't even see the monster at all, or at least at the very end. I thought the psychologist, when the psychologist is the smile monster, that looked more frightening than the monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the all of that stuff was terrifying. Yeah. That was genuine, like, psychological, like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, right. It's just tall lady with the big mouth. It's like, ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. It's like Barbarian technically had the same character. It had a mama monster. Yeah. They did more practice. It was more practical effects. And so yep. it was right. way more believable. Yeah. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. No, the monster, the monster looked dumb. I did like, I'll call out one more scene. i like the scene where the alarm goes off and she gets the call from the alarm company. I thought that was a pretty yes. full. Intense oh, scene. No, that was good. Where's where, Yeah. Um, where she, yeah. Yeah, all the times that the demon like is talking to her as other people, that was yeah. oh, all oh, that was great, so good. Yep. Yes, it yes. was so good. Here's a fun fact: Do you know she's one degree separate from Kevin Bacon? Really, she oh. is Kevin Bacon and Kara Sidwick's daughter. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, I I wanted to check when I went home because I saw when they were showing the credits at the beginning, her last name was Bacon. Her name is Susie Bacon. Okay. So, like, first, delicious. But I looked it up, and yeah, she is Kara Sidwick and Kevin Bacon's daughter. Okay. She is 30 years old. Did not know that. I did not I thought, know that. And she did a great job. Oh, for sure she did. And she's Agreed. been a, she's been actually acting for a minute now. She was in a really good um, miniseries that just finished on HBO last year called Mirror of Easttown. Okay. With Kate Winslet, she plays the drugged out girlfriend of Mirror's son who killed himself like before the show. But no, she was phenomenal in this movie. And I think she really held that movie together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It was definitely a, a bit of a character piece for her because yeah. Cal Penn as one as the, the lead, the lead doctor, or at least they're. Yep. He did an amazing job. He yeah. did an amazing job. Oh wait, job. like are you talking about her boss? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
so I could not remember his name, and so for <laughs> recording, I just kept saying Harold. I felt so bad. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's amazing. But, you know, Calpin yeah. does an amazing job as her boss. Yeah. There's that. There was this kind of off. There was an awkward feeling, kind of like with uh, Skarsgård, which mm-hmm. I love that so far, mm-hmm. I, twice now, I've, I've I've explained why Barbarian is a better movie than Smile. Yeah. <laughs> like with Skarsgård, they knew what they were doing casting Skarsgård as that character. Mm-hmm. 100%. You innately had that feeling of like, oh, he's the killer. He's the fucking killer. Yeah. yeah. With, with Cal Penn, there was that uneasy feeling of like, where's the joke? Oh, where's okay. The, where's yep. the punchline? Where's the the comedy going to come from? It never happens. From, yeah, he's usually such a he's a comedic actor. And yeah, when right. it didn't hit. There was that that unnerving feeling. And I, and That's I, a I, good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, it did. I think it did help carry the story. But yeah, it's it just shows you how how casting makes a huge difference. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you for know, sure. Because like if it was anybody else with both of those those, those characters, it may not have been the same. He's had an interesting career, Cal Penn, because like he did a lot of basically comedies, and then he went to the he worked for the Obama administration the last I guess two or three years of Obama's term, and then he started doing a little bit more serious roles. Mm. Yeah, he was on that Clarice uh, show that CBS did a couple years back. Oh, was he? I I yeah. think I think I only watched one episode of that, and I really liked it. I don't know why I didn't finish it. Yeah, CBS was dumb. They canceled it. Yeah. But anyway, that's a weird way to end the episode. <laughs> hey, look, let's do a quick, let's do a quick recap. Okay, all right. Of, us, of, of, of the the best to, to the to the worst of the of the, of the four. All right, for me, it would be Hellraiser, Smile, Barbarian, and then way down in the in the well <laughs> in the sewers, Halloween ends. Thank God it yes. ended. <laughs> yeah. I would go. Yeah, Hellraiser. Barbarian, Smile, and Halloween Ends. Okay. That's my exact order, too, yeah. Okay. Hellraiser, Barbarian, Smile, and then Halloween. Yeah, I think the I think we'd all agree three out of four of these movies are worth watching. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Halloween I, Ends. I, I, I don't... If you never watch Halloween Ends, you're not missing much. So. No. But all three of them are good. If you listen to this episode live, I hope you've watched them. But if you've listened to this in the near future, check Paramount. I think hopefully Smile will be on there. Right. Yeah. I hope we do this again next year. I really, this was really fun for me. I thought I I had a blast doing it. Yes. Yeah. And I think we, I think we did good picking the movies. I think originally we were going to do that new VHS, which I'm still interested in watching. Next episode is going to be a super fun one. And then we'll have our... Christmas episode, and then we'll be back in January. So you have two more episodes for the year, and hopefully uh, you guys have fun. Yeah, we enjoy doing this, and like I said, part of this was so Scott can have more than one and a half movies to <laughs> to put for his top list yeah. at the end of this year. Hey, Hellraiser probably on there. We'll see. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I honestly think there could be one or two of the movies that we saw yeah, that same. could be in my top ten. They could be, definitely. Yeah, I honestly do think like. Horror has definitely had a renaissance in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. They have stepped it up. Yeah, it's no more that stupid just torture porn that we were getting right. for a long time. Aww. I'm not a big torture <laughs> fan. No, I really enjoyed it. But Boston, send us home so you Take can start. Home. Thank you again, beautiful people of the internet, for joining us. Beautiful people yes. of the internet. Nice. Nice. 
Hopefully you have a wonderful, scary Halloween, and we will see you all in November. Good night. Mama Monster. Let it make me frown I'm falling but no matter how hard I hit the ground